Today is April 6th. The Yankees are 500. Two wins, two losses. We've been through a week of baseball. Let's dissect it and see how we feel. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks. Thank you very much for joining us. A little midweek episode, not a series recap. A little more time for us to talk, expand our brains a little bit. It's brought to you by DraftKings. As always, my name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in the corner. We got Bug Bug Dude looking nice. It's a nice hoodie. Nice Yankees lightweight summer hoodie. Yeah, I haven't gotten to wear it in a long time. Oh. I, I love lightweight summer hoodies. They're nice. Jake, how are you doing? Snapping curves? James, David Mendelson producing everyone live in the chat right now. How about it? How about it? Tuesday afternoon. Yanks, babe. That's what it's all about. Doing well, man. I mean, Tuesday monster always lurking, but we're battling. We're battling. We're going to get through. And, uh, yeah, we've seen almost a, a dose of Yankees baseball, like you you were saying before this, we haven't seen Tyone, uh, so we'll get a full taste of the Yanks rotation all the way through. That'll be tomorrow night, live streaming, drinking JMO, watching JMO, getting weird with the beard, us and BBD. So getting nude with the food. So excited for that, and yeah, excited. Uh, man, we're gonna chew a little meat off the bone today, man. Oh. Yeah. Chew the fat. Rich people used to do that. Uh, it just used to be like a snack because the old Roman times were pretty boring. Ah. They just passed the uncooked bacon around, chew the fat. Anyway, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Angelo, Josh Conklin, Lonnie, Sean Monast, Chris Zeno, Chris Took, Daniel Fanaro, Magnus Castion. Grace Harris, Luca, and John, our most recent patrons. Appreciate you guys very much. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. Zendino the Great. Zendino the Great. All right, Jake. So what we decided to do here, there are some people that I think uh, we want to have bigger conversations about than other players, but it's so early that nothing really matters or doesn't matter because it's only been four games. We're going to go down the lineup mm. and just say, what do we got about this guy? What do we got about that guy? What do we got about – and some will be bigger conversations and some will probably just breeze right on through. Yeah, a little a little check-in. You know, there's obviously a couple topics. I think when we we get to a couple of the guys, you can probably assume flavor. There's going to be some conversation points. But, yeah, we'll, we'll check some boxes along the way. A little, little early season pulse check, what we've liked, maybe what we haven't liked. Yes, if we've got any thoughts. Pulse of the Yankees, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. All right, let's start it off. Let's go down the lineup, and leading off is your balls. Shave them with the lawn mower 3.0 trimmer from Manscaped. 
It's the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. Jake has one, uses it morning, afternoon, and night. You will never find Jake not freshly groomed. It's tight. You see him on the street, pull his pants down, check it out. You will be rewarded with a perfectly groomed situation. I'm land. not going to give away what it is. Down it's a landing there. strip. Oh, it's a landing strip. Okay. For planes to land. He actually has toy airplanes yeah. and he's just like, well, it's runway. A good time. Plane. Yeah. So anyway, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Yanks at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code Yanks to strike out your pubes. Manscaped.com. Code Yanks. Mm. Oh, some new notes on the sheet here. It says uh, April is also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Manscaped has partnered with the T- T- Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. So this is actually a very important message. Tom Green taught me this when I was in my uh, formative years because he mm-hmm. was going through testicular cancer, and he made a song about it. And it's like, touch your balls, feel you. Forget how it went, but there was a whole song BBD Tom Green made about making sure you check for lumps and stuff in your balls. So don't be uh, shy. Touch yourself. Check it out down there. You know, we don't want anyone getting into a dangerous situation. If you don't situation. feel comfortable doing it, I will. I've never been down there before, but. Well, check it out. It's worth like checking it. out. Check it out. It's, You'd uh, like it. Yeah, you would. All right, let's go right down the lineup. DJ LeMayhew, Jake. I can read off some stats for you. DJ LeMay, who has a 286 batting average. He's got a 474 on base percentage. The slugging is awful. No extra base hits yet. So the OPS is also not great. But I don't think we care. No, no, man. DJ's been DJ. I, I, he's, you know, he's a couple, he's a two double game away from all of his numbers being fine. He's He's gotten walked a lot. He actually leads the team in walks right now. The defense has looked fine. I think, uh, has DJ given you any reason that we should talk about him? No. no. Two out of the Good four, job, two out of the four games he got on base three times. Yeah. Um, so, nope. Five walks, one strikeout. How about that? It's pretty good. Yeah. I liked seeing his swing yesterday. It was the first one where I thought he did that, let the ball travel, punch it in between the first baseman, and the and there was runners on base when it happened. Um, I like that. That's the swing. I think I tweeted it out because I was like, He's here. I like seeing that swing. He's here. All right, next up, batting second. Big. Aaron Judge. Yeah. His numbers are really good. Uh, he's got a 294 batting average, a 333 on base percentage. 471 slugging, 804 OPS. He hit his first home run yesterday, a little short porch jobby. Um, how you feeling about Big AJ? I'm okay with Judgy. I'm okay with Judgy. He uh he hasn't felt in a flow and and the numbers are still fine. So, yeah, man, he he gets the porch job yesterday, obviously like that for him and me. But yeah, no, he had a couple of the weird swings early. They were definitely yellow flag swings, like, what's that about? Is Judge trying a new approach or something? Uh, but, no, he's he's off to a fine start. I think defensively, he, he's looked fine as well. Yeah, he, he looks like Aaron Judge. As far as playing-wise goes, we've seen some weird swings uh, where he's definitely gun-shy on fastballs and fastball counts. Which is really weird. Mm. Uh, he he took yesterday. He took three zero, and then he took three one. He also took I think two zero on the same at bat, and they they weren't like 
so low that we're mad at the ump. Like, how could you? They were there. They were right. definitely there. It, and then in, in the first series, it's a couple that he did that Todd Frazier swing where that famous. That was weird. He did two of those. And I'd never seen him do that. I'm sitting off speed. Oh, shit. He's got me with a fastball. I'm going to try and foul it off swing. Um, so performance-wise, I, I no red flags at all. You're still suspicious the Yanks are doing a little funny business with them. Yeah, and I got a lot of backlash for this initially yesterday. Like it was like a Reddit thread calling me a hot take idiot, and um, I didn't think it was anything crazy. If you count the last three spring training games, Judge has sat out three games, DH'd one, and they pulled him yesterday in the seventh inning, and everyone was like, it's 7 nothing." They always do that. And I went through the game log, and they don't. They've pulled him in 10 runs or more like a couple times in the ninth inning only. And so here's where people are getting confused. I don't think there's like some big injury. He could have the flu. He could just have soreness somewhere. I think it's pretty clear he's battling something. And we said, BBD and I said when Boone, when he was sitting and Boone was like, oh, he's just under the weather. Like we both, it's on video. We were like, we don't believe that. And I came and I said, I don't believe that. I'm I'm very interested to see how they use him the first couple weeks of the season because I think he's battling something. And I mean... Game three, he DH'd. Game four, he got pulled earlier than he usually gets pulled in a lesser lead than he usually gets pulled. So, I don't know what it is. I, I do think that there's probably some soreness, some general soreness, or like the flu, or I think he's battling something. Yeah, I don't know if battling's the right word. I, I think we also saw them bench Giancarlo Stanton and said that he won't play five games in a row, which was a really weird thing. And I, I think it's one of the storylines of this season is rest and using guys. And especially now, the Yankees have basically an extra outfielder. They have Gardy and Talkman. So to get those guys reps, you know, I, it hasn't been the norm. You're very much right on that. But I think it should be. If you're up 7 nothing on the Orioles and we can bench Aaron Judge for three innings instead of sitting him on a day, so we're on a pregame show saying, why does 29-year-old Aaron Judge have to sit? I'm all for that. So I'm hoping that's the intention. I don't think you can prove either right now. No, but not. I, I do think it's a it's a wait and see. I, I don't think I... Well, there's nothing like it you're to saying, act on what saying. Right, but it's, it, you know, you do have to understand that's very much a glass half full and, you know, the other side could very much be right too. Yeah, I don't, it's not, it's I just like, it's an opinion that right. I have. And people took it way for, like, I don't think he's like, I don't know. People got very mad and I didn't think it was anything to get mad at. The Yankees lie about injuries literally every single day. I could, I could give you, I did on Reddit because I was getting mad at me. He was like, this guy doesn't believe the Yankees at all. I'm like, why would we believe them? Like, yeah. Also, the Yankees have to lie. They cannot tell us that guys are battling injuries because then the fans go crazy. Like. We've seen them lie about a judge injury twice in his four-year career. Maybe yeah. three times, if I can remember it. Where, and we see him lie about Britain and Didi and those are, the fucking Those are just Voight. the times we know about. Voight, last year was limping, and they were, wouldn't say foot stuff. Foot stuff. So yeah. I think the status quo is that the Yankees underplay injuries. I don't even think he's injured. I just think they're forcing rest way more than they usually do, and they usually force rest a lot. And this is even more so. So I'm just looking into it. Like, I'm like, uh. And I went into the season thinking he was banged up. So I think that's where I'm different than a lot of people. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think people also took that tweet from you as thinking, like, there's a smoking gun to be found. Like, 
oh, Judge has like a, an an injury. Yeah, like people were injury. like, he's in the dugout smiling, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he died. Yeah, no, I mean that that was an interesting point. I did see that. Like, if if he was battling something physical, I do think he would be getting treatment. I I do think that's a legitimate thing. If if you're the flu thing, COVID thing is very much still in play. Everyone's kind of been on that because the Yankees would never say the team got COVID shots or Judge got COVID shots just because it gets political and non-Yankees. So how could we ruffle feathers with that? Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I do, you know, I think it's it's the cross you bear a little bit that when you say he's battling something, that people do take that as a fact, which it's, it is an opinion. Yeah, well, I've, I think I said I think he's battling something or something like that. But I do. I mean, I I did before the season right. even started. You said he's battling something. I hope it's small. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and and you said you were going to track how they use him the first couple weeks. Yeah. And so yeah, April. I was pretty honest about going into the season. I'm still in. Let's track him. They didn't play him last three games of if, spring training. If I can take Judgey out of a seven nothing lead in the seventh inning of an Orioles game to get him the start the next day, give me that all year. Well, it'll be very interesting because they go to Tampa and I. I'm expecting him to sit a game. Oh, down there. for sure. Yeah, they live in fear of a. They live in fear of a injuries. carpet. They yeah. live in fear of a carpet. Yeah, it's crazy. They do. Twenty years in, no idea what to do down there. And the Rays. In fear of both those things. Golly. Golly. Um. Yeah. So that's Judge. I still don't think we've seen a judge at bat yet. We haven't seen him command. The like, zone if you throw something bat. outside of the zone, I will spit on it. Yeah. If you throw something in the zone, I'm going to hit it very hard. Yeah. We've seen and the hard singles. It's four, it's four games, so like I'm not yeah. saying that with any bit of... He, he has hit a bunch of balls pretty hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I think almost but hard he, for him to not hit him hard. Yeah, you're saying like it hasn't felt like he's in command of an at-bat completely. Not that he hasn't like got good swings in. Yes, he's jumped on a couple like first pitch fastballs where he had like nice singles up the middle, yeah. which I like that. And yeah, all right, we good on Judge. I think we're good on Judge. The next one's another big one. Aaron Hicks. Hicksy, you're all on this. I'll let you roll, Big Daddy. Hicks has been awful of late. Uh, he took like extra time in the cage again. Only four days. He only has one hit, and it was a little misplayed, slow grounder to second that ended up scoring some runs, but he was pretty upset about it. He's only got three walks. The OBP is 222. Uh, Obviously, you can't look too hard at all these stats as of now, but his approach is just vastly different than it's ever been in this tiny, small sample size. He's uh so I was going to look at some of the analytics, Jake, mm-hmm. about it all. And his um his zone swing percentage is down. So he's taking more pitches in the zone than he usually does. Usually if he knows the strike zone very well, that's his entire game. MO. His zone contact is really down. Uh so when he's swinging at these pitches in the zone, he's whiffing on them more. So he's swinging at pitches in his own less, whiffing on him more. His whiff rate is like almost double. It's it, it, his average is twenty five percent whiff rate when he swings. He's at forty three so far, and um, and I, where's the like chase out of the zone? I forget what that that is, but but yeah, I mean, he just looks off. 
Like, Are you worried about him? Uh, um, no, it's so okay. early. Yeah. But it's just so different than the Hicks what were you're used saying. to. Yeah. It's like, you know, it seems like a mental thing. Like, hey, just trust your zone recognition again. See that. Instead of tr- maybe just wanted to get some hits early. I don't know. He's, he's uh, yeah, like I said, he's whiffing double, and it's only been four games. But I think it's very noticeable. Like, in the at-bats, you're like, that's not Aaron Hicks at-bat. Yeah, I do I do think we got the Hicks RBI walk last night. Um, and I don't know. I, uh, I've i seen the Hicks show enough. I, I think we're just, this is unfortunate t- unfortunate timing. Um, I, I think Hicks is going to be fine. I think when Hicks looks bad, it looks bad. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that walk sparks him and he even has a big game oh, yeah, tonight. Me, if not, me we're neither. talking about him in a week and he's hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying any. I'm not worried about Hicks long-term at all. I mean, eventually if this, if he doesn't, if this stays true somewhat, he's got to lose the three-hole because his one thing is getting on base. Right. But I think he'll be fine. I just think it's, it's been interesting. You know what a Hicks at bat is the last three years, and he hasn't been doing that. The walk on the bases loaded was nice, but uh, prime Hicks. Yeah, he usually he doesn't. I get like, he looks great in the outfield. He's cruising, man. He does. He looks much a lot better, better than, than last than year. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that's that's another reason I'm I'm not too worried. I think he's in better shape than he was last year. Yeah, you know he got locked into the bicep stuff for a little bit. Been there, Hicksy. Yeah. I'm not so. I'm not worried about anyone offensively long term. Okay, so get that out there. These aren't worries. It's just what's this is what's happening. What's seen? For what's seen? Yeah, it's four. It's four games. There we go. Um, who's who's next? Stanton. Guess on the right day. Yeah, Stanton in the four hole. Yeah. I so. Mean, the numbers are bad, but oh, yeah. he had the grand slam yesterday. He's got one hit. That looked good. One it hit. A, it's a memorable one. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah. I mean, if you want to play like asshole Yankee fan, it was a 2-0 fastball, like right down oh, the middle. down the it was dick. Like, 92. Like a BP fastball. So, I'm hey, glad it happened. Those are the ones you got to hit. You got to hit those. Let's see a couple more hits, I guess. The, the pitch right before that, not to get too recappy because it will come up in a couple days on that, but... That pitch right before, I thought he like laid off the pitch he was going to hit for a grand slam, and then they, he gave it to him again. <laughs> he gave he gave he gave it more plate, Still more more him. plate. The first one was a little low and in, but it was in the zone. The next one was, I mean, it was a yeah, center the, cut as it gets. Next he's like, oh, I'll throw it more towards your barrel. Yeah, dummy. Still tricking him. Yeah, Gia. Uh, you know, it's it's just so funny. I think Giancarlo is one of the most unique baseball players in the league. Like when you really stack up that swing and look at it. It's made him an absolute warrior in the zone for the pitches he commits to. And everything else looks awful. <laughs> like, if if Giancarlo swings and it's a fastball that's outside of the zone, it's a horrible look. Um, just that swing or whenever he check swings looks so weird. But I, I think it's just his brand. And, man, you know, coming off the postseason, coming off – you know, spring training where he looked really good. Seeing him get the slow start stunk. But, yeah, ho- hopefully this is the spark. He was – you kind of saw that look in his eye in the dugout afterwards. Like, no, tabloids, you can leave me out today. Um, and I'll I'll be seeing you later in a much different way. Yeah. And through his three games, he's chasing more than his average and 
I think that's kind of what it looks like. I don't even know it. You know what? It kind of looks like Stanton at bats. He just hasn't mixed in a hit because when he's yeah. out, he looks always looks ugly, like you're saying. It's just a weird brand of bit. I mean, he literally rebranded his swing that his feet are inside out, and he just tries. He's so strong. If he gets the barrel of the bat to the baseball, it will launch. Um, it doesn't look like anyone else in the league. The bigger conversation about Stanton is Boone's quote that he's not going to play him five days in a row, yeah. which is just absolutely, utterly insane because he's already resting because you won't play him in the, the outfield DH. and he's rest. just DHing. Yeah. I mean, I the more I thought about it, I'm like, what the fuck are you guys saying? It's 31. He's 31. Less than a month older. You put than him me. in. A, you put him in a lineup or do like a physical inspection. Doctors probably say, "Yeah, he's the most strong, You're the healthy, healthy one. You're the healthiest one." And I mean, he's like Billy Butler out there. Like, what? What are we doing? The Yank. I think maybe it'll work, but they're so scared of injury that. And we'll see if this stays later on. But yeah, I mean, dude, you're already resting. Like, Judge DH as his rest day. Yeah. Gary will DH as his rest day. He's a. Re- He's already resting. How can you not DH every day? We'll find out tonight with Gary. The rumor is it might be Higgy Day with Cole back and Higgy not having a uh, a rest yet. So interested to see that. But yeah, man, it's uh it's bizarre. I mean, we've talked about it a few times. I there's still part of me that thinks like the Yanks are almost trying to get under Stanton's skin in a way. Like you know, Stan still said he expects to play outfield this month, but the Yankees are saying that he can't play five baseball games in a row. DHing. Four at-bats. Walk up to the plate, sit for 45 minutes. Walk up to the plate, sit for 45 minutes. Like, what are we talking about? Maybe, like, seven swings? It's weird, man. And he, he ran down to first the other day. Like, he looks all right. I I don't know. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to track. I, again, knock on wood, and I do get this as the positive spin, is that the Yankees are just entering this year careful, knowing that, Coming off the 60-year season with the injury barrage the Yankees have had throughout, anyways, they're gonna tip. They're they're gonna be as careful as possible, at least to start pulling Judge and Glaber late in games. Stanton, I mean, you know, they're handling him like he's a valuable Voss from Eastern Europe, Macedonia. I'm uh, it's gorgeous. One, two, three, flowers. four flowers on the Voss. And on opening day, four, five, six. You're counting his swings on the yeah, season? six. Okay. On just an opening day, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So, 10, uh, 11, 12, 13. 13 swings on opening day. And then no running the bases. And then he did that again the next day. Yeah. And then he needed to rest. It makes no sense. I get being careful. This is like Yeah. You're, you're this right. is wrapping bubble wrap in bubble wrap. No, like I, I think if if you, me, and BBD got together, rare, <laughs> and we, <laughs> we we spend our life in a fart smelling box. If we it's got together and we said, you know, what's our plan for Stan coming into this season? I think we would do like you know, DH, DH, maybe even Sunday left field, see what it looks like, then give him a rest, DH, 
left field. Because, again, this is a 31-year-old, like, elite athlete. I understand the injury history, but to do this. But the, they currently, 12, 12 swings the next day. They currently, like, are not asking him to run. He's already at resting. <laughs> the DH spot is a rest. So, yeah. It's, I mean, whatever. Uh, it's just. <laughs> like, the the biggest, like, reason to get him days off is because other people, like, need that rest spot sometimes. Swing count added to StatCast is really good. Just how many swings yeah. guys have in a year. Log. They probably have I'm interested some. in that. They probably have swing. somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure, like, swing rate. Yeah, I can find that. Yeah, that. you could do some math there, but. Um, math pod. I don't know. Hit dingers. Force the Yankees' hand at some point that we're excited to see you in right field one day. That would be pretty cool, huh? I mean, I, it's foreign, not even. Yeah, not, I know. And, and he was like, Man, he's been like a good outfielder. As well. it's, not, it's not just that, like, well, he's not good out there anyway, yeah, so don't yeah. bother. He's been yeah. like a gold glove finalist a couple times, I think. Yeah, I would have rather them the come out and be like, we wanted to get Judgey a day off his feet and stand, you know. It's all right if he has a day of rest now. And isn't but the, that, we're not going to DH him five days in a row. It's just a ridiculous line. Doesn't that, think, doesn't that feel like the other thing the nerds are kind of missing? Like, hey, we have right field at Yankee Stadium. Like, it's a, it's a small outfield. Yeah. And the, the guy's played more right field in his career. On, on top of he's playing the rest position anyway, they had... A, a, a literal day off two days before, which we haven't mentioned during this segment, but right. So he didn't have to play five days in a row. Yeah, none of it made sense, and it's really weird. Um, it's so weird. Next up, Glaber Torres. Glaber, another big one. Two fifty batting average, three thirty three on base percentage. The slugging's down. The OPS is bad because of the slugging. It's four games. Blah 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 blah. Uh, offensively, I don't have any concerns. Yeah, I think he's had some good at bats. I think he's had a couple bad ones. Um, it's just funny. You see, they're still young at bats that just make you laugh. Like after the Giancarlo homer, like Glaber Torres took three of the bigger home run swings I've seen on a field. Yeah, like just like dropping to knees, not hiding it at all. Like I'd love to. I'd love to also do that. <laughs> I get it. Like it's a seven. Did that make it seven nothing or did that make it six nothing? I forget. That made it. Six nothing, yeah. So, like, that's I get it, man. Like, I'd probably be doing the same thing if I saw the Orioles, the team that I've killed against. But, um, yeah, at, at the plate, see the body work from Glaber. It's it's the defense, and uh, yeah, he's got a hit in every game and uh, hey, two walks. So like I'm not that. worried about the offense, yeah. and I I think he looks like himself. Whereas even Hicks were saying it looks different. Yeah, I think Glaber looks like himself. I'm totally fine. The defense is is still a worry. Nothing to help it so far. Um, the stuff coming in, I guess he looks better than anything he has to go back on. But he's just not right now. It just it just doesn't seem like he's ever going to make a special play. And he still yeah. that that throw to Bruce was a routine play, and Bruce should have picked it. But Glaber should also better hit, him in, the, hit him in the hit him in the chest on that. So. I still think we're holding in our breath on routine balls to Glaber, which is not how you want a shortstop to be, and there's a lot of time for him to get out of that. But I don't think he'll ever be able to make the special plays at short. No. No. And that's not why he's on the team, you know? You'd like it, though. 
if he could. If you had a shortstop. Right, but the, I mean, if we're talking special, special plays, are we talking like Andrelton Simmons? We're talking... No, like Jeter. Like, I, like Jeter was... Well, there's a lot of nerds listening to this that disagree with the whole Jeter statement. But I think Jeter was uh, made the every single routine play and then sprinkled some good plays to his right a lot and didn't go to his left that well. I don't think Glaber's going to his left or his right well. And he's not guaranteed to make the routine plays. So... I think he's doing all right with the routine stuff. I I think anytime he's like that that throw from left field, I mean, you see him like you see him think, which is the opposite of what you want to see on a baseball field. You see him like think, "Okay, I'm kind of I'm in the outfield here. I went back two steps to my right. I got to load up and throw this one." And that's that's how you get in trouble on a baseball field. So, I don't know. Keep the routine stuff going and if you can get the routine stuff and hit 40 yakkers, I mean, that's why he's out there. Yeah, it's still just on watch, right? Oh, yeah, big time. A couple months. Have you guys noticed just like every pop-up that Gio's gotten, Glaber stood, has stood very close yeah, to Yeah, he's him. trying to do they're a doing the, thing. I think they're doing the Beltre um, Elvis thing. Yeah, but... It's get like three feet further away yeah. at least for me. No, it's uh, that can like funny till it's not. Away. It's funny till it's not. Yeah, I think he's just yeah. I think that's what he's doing. He's though. being cute. Yeah, he's having fun. Live there. All right, batting six. Uh, the Yankees have three have had three different players hit six so far. Who do you want to go? Who's your six hole hitter? My six hole hitter is. Gary Sanchez, as of right now, he's done it twice, so he's like the leader, leading the team in home runs, leading the team in home runs with two, yeah, two home runs in four games. I think yesterday was his first off game. He had no hits, three strikeouts, uh, in the box at least, yeah. Um, but no, I've been happy with him. I mean, it could have been a much worse start from where he's. Oh yeah. No, to get to get a couple on the board was big with him. I mean, he's still on watch. I, it's like what we're saying with a couple of these guys. I mean, you know, Gary's going to be on watch. We're going to know when Gary Sanchez is not on watch. You know, yeah. Gary Sanchez is going to be looking like the AL starting all-star catcher until he's not on watch. So so far, he's been much better at uh, recognizing off-speed and protecting off-speed than when Gary's going wrong mm. than he is. Um his average chase percentage is 31 so far in these four games. It's 23. And then when he does chase, uh, his contact rate of like actually fouling him off or doing something is higher than his average as well in four games. And I think, but I, he's also spit on a bunch of pitches where I'm yeah. like, oh, that's good recognition. It looks a little better. We still, um, you know, it's, it's that high fastball. I mean, I think that's the watch for Gary this year. When Gary's dialed, that pitch goes a long way. When Gary's not, that pitch is right by him. And we saw a little bit of that last night. So um I think Kramer for the O's tonight, he doesn't he doesn't pump it in there too hard. I don't know. Gary, get a couple more against the O's. Defensively, he Before we get before we go to the Rays, let's get a couple dudes hot. He struggled with Litke's curveball. <laughs> yeah. Two in a row. We'll see the next time he catches Litke. If that's good. It's the High spin rate curveball and his first time catching him in a game and all blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they gave him an error yesterday on that foul ball, yeah, which tough. is bullshit. It's tough. It's a bad error. It's a tough play. Yeah, usually you don't give errors on tough plays. So that sucks. Slipped on the stairs. Yeah. 
I half get it. I half don't. Yeah. Uh, so far, I mean, it's four games, so Gary's not like off any watch list, but he's been doing well. Yeah. Give us a uh, keep feeding the beast, Gary. Let's not think back to the first. Let's not say the phrase the first two games of the year when talking about you. I'd still like a like a double to right center or even yeah. a line drive to right center. We saw we saw that early in spring when he was on, and I, I'd still like one of those. Deal. Let us uh, still feel at least the way we do right now by the time we do this episode next week. Sure. Yeah, he he might only play one more game. Keep it going. Oh, full next week? Okay, I see. I thought, was, I thought next episode. Seventh hitter, Gary's also done that the most. Then you have Bruce and Frazier. Let's do Jay Bruce. Brucey, you got a Brucey theory going. Yeah, I didn't actually end up not paying attention to it too much yesterday. Did He, he just walked a lot yesterday. He got two walks, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's the funny thing. Jay Bruce, a guy that his career has not had a lot of walks, a pretty low on base percentage guy. He is currently leading the team, I believe. Or no, he's he's one behind LeMahieu. Four walks and so four he's games. got a three seventy five on base, one sixty seven batting average, two hits, and one of them is that, that broken bat. Oh, game winner for the Jays. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I was hoping to see a little more from Brucey, I guess, but at the same time he's giving at bats and you know we're so earlier in the year that if he is, I guess that's how Jakey brain works. I've got two games coming up against the Orioles. Jay Bruce could have a couple nice ones, and we're like, real good start from Jay Bruce. Yep, or he could have continued to look how he's looked, and you're like getting itching for it's confused. Yeah, you know, you know, he's just a stopgap. You'd like him to do something in his two months or month and a half, but. I think a week from now or two weeks, we might be itching. Jones and Fervoid. I could see that. Yeah. The defense has been not. He had one nice play to his left. Yeah. That was good. He had that one nice pick. But he doesn't look natural because he's not first baseman. And that's fine. It ain't. All right. That's Jay Bruce. Gio? Gio's got, um, what's he got, 200 batting average? Gio is three for 15, all singles, a 200 batting average. 200, 200, 200 for a 400 OPS. Yeah, and he had a rough spring. So I guess we're still going to need to see more with the bat uh, defensively. I think he's started four double plays in four games or something yeah. like that. No, I mean, the, the old statement with Gio before he became a god was, you know, do enough offensively so we can keep you at third base. Uh, don't make us have that conversation ever again. And he's uh, turned two double plays. Why does it seem like so much more than that? They're impact ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, hit some with some pop, man. Thousand percent fielding percentage. Yeah. Could use some pop. Could use a double. That some that pop. sometimes he just barrels them. Yeah. Haven't seen that yet. Maybe tonight, he, pregame He's going to be such a... Kind of feel it. Like his offense is such an afterthought for me. Right. And it shouldn't have to be. He's been really good the last two years, right. so I hope it kicks in. I'm I'm, I'm not really that worried no. yet because he's no, going to no, be no. out there for his glove because it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Gio, keep swinging. Run keep, into some stuff. Keep swinging. Doesn't have a walk. Get a walk. How about that? 
I'd like a walk. Just first one for the year. See the pitch as well. Yeah. Well, Foul one off. If Clint, um, with if Clint continues to hit hey. behind him, I think they're going to rather pitch to Geo yeah. in the short short term here if that continues because Clint Frazier's been our best offensive player so far. He's got four seventeen batting average, five thirty three on base percentage, five eighty three slugging. He's got two doubles, five hits. He scored two runs. He's also gotten three walks. Seen Clint have a couple of bats where he was swinging real big early, then reeled it back and worked it really nice. Yeah. Uh, Clint in the at the plate has been excellent. He's got a hit in every game. Two hits yeah. in the first one, uh, one in the rest of them with a couple walks trickled in. I think that's the thing that's. I think that's the thing that should be exciting. Is Clint hasn't looked. Amazing, yeah. Yeah, and like the he's just kind of won a few at bats and keeping it going. Where you he know got, that's that's kind of been Clint's thing in the past. When we went through the numbers, we saw like Clint's stats in the past were streakier than you'd expect. Clint's hot, yeah. had some really big peaks, and he also had some pretty big valleys to him that leveled out his number. It's still a nice area, uh, but yeah, right now, I mean, he doesn't seem like he's. Locked in glitch, something's over the plate. He's gonna rip it. At the same time, he's just he's winning at bats. Like you said, it feels more in control. It feels everything he does feels more adult. I mean, dude, coming up to the plate playing usher, yeah, that's funny. Like how cool. <sighs> that's funny. I like that. Clint gets it. Um. Oh, what was I going to say about Clint? He turned a single into a double, which is something we'd said on his PPP that he did when he first got called up a lot that I was really excited about um, is that he can turn singles into doubles. He hit that little bloop shot. You didn't yeah. know if it was going to get caught or not. All of a sudden, he's on second base. Side of the box hot. Did the little kid run a little bit? Yeah. Was whacking himself in the chest. And then turned it on. Yeah, so I've been, yeah. So offensively, super happy. Defensively, uh, same as Glaber. It's He hasn't. Man. He messed up one ball. Um, he lost it in the sun. I, I still think many and many left fielders still catch that ball, sun or no sun. Um, he has been looking a little more casual, which I know you've the been looking The last couple. For. There's yeah. a couple. But there's also the one in right field where he fell down catching a pop-up. Just catch it, big dad. Yeah, but he caught it. So yeah. I did the same thing in Savannah. It was funny. You did. It was funny Trevor watching uh, Trevor Plouffe watching him. Play defense for the first time and hot legs, echoing the same stuff that I've said forever. Like, why is he so jittery? And what did Trevor say? Like, oh, he doesn't instill any confidence in his fielding when you watch him. And I was like, yeah, hot legs. But he's besides one, he's catching the ball. He did he fell down while catching that one. It's weird. It's weird. So it's still as same as Glaber for me. Still like very much. Yep. Yeah, I'm still a little less on that. Yeah, um, you know what? I'd say a little less. A little less. I mean. The last night was casual in left field. He's still not ever. He's still backtracking to the wall. Defensive replacements are still coming in. Yeah, and I do think that's still okay. Clint Frazier, even if he's good defensively, he's not going to be guardy or talkman. And right now we have those two guys on the bench. Exactly. And when you tie in the early season stuff, so. In, in theory, yeah. Hicks and Judge are already special defenders, so if they're healthy, you're not taking them out for a defensive sub ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good job. I don't think that's anything on him. Like, even if he plays right. the best of his abilities, I think Talkman or Gardner are going to come in for defense. But Talkman or Gardner okay. can't hit 40 bombs this year. And no. he can. Yes. 
Clint, I'm not. Uh, I don't clench when it's hit to him anymore. I think, but but I don't look away. It if used it's, to be I'm fear. watching that. Play. If it's in front of him, I still get very nervous. It if it's nervous, fear. behind him, he's been really solid. Like he didn't even have jittery feet a couple times. So if he has to run back to the wall, he get he's on that. If he has to run forward, I get very nervous. You can kind of tell off the bat when. Yeah, that's you can happen, see. So. You can see yeah. if he's got it or not. It's very visual in the yeah. way he's going about it. All right, uh, that's the lineup. We got some bench players. We'll skip them. We're, we have some voicemails at the end here. You want? What's that? There just hasn't been enough about any of them. Yeah. Gardner's played one full game. Yeah. Starting pitchers, we talked about a lot of them on the recap episode. Um, we're going to talk about Monty start of the next recap episode. I don't. Is there anything you want to say, Jim? I think the biggest thing as a whole, which uh, we haven't appreciated because uh, the Yankees hitting has been straight up boring until the Stanton Grand Slam. Uh, the Yankees best best ERA in the AL. Oh yeah, really. they've been pitching really well, Re- really well as a team. Yeah, and the Blue Jays are a good offensive team that they did it against. And even the Orioles were a top ten offensive team last year. So uh, different guys for the Orioles. We's we'll see. But, yeah. But uh, Domingo Herman's been the only pitcher that I have a gripe with. Okay. Yeah. And my Shakes. gripe, my gripe isn't talent. Like his stuff looked fine. My gripe is just he was just throwing. Throw dumb. the pitch, Gary calls. And not right in the middle of the zone. Yeah. But it's so funny because that's why Monty did so well. Because he peppered the zone. Yeah. But Monty also, he didn't do the same thing as Herman because he made him fish for the curve a lot and yeah. fish for the changeup. Um, no walks for Monty yesterday. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Chad. Chad dialed Luizaga potentially on the up and up. Mike King's performance, can't write that off at all. Again, don't want to step on the series recap for the O's, but yeah. Chapman using his splitter forkball day one, I'm I'm pretty big. Like, that was nice. I didn't want him to pocket it. He's like, if you're going to do yeah, it, man. do it. Yeah. 90 mile per hour darting down? It's gross, man. You've seen it. It gets a physical reaction out of me. It doesn't kind of make sense. Sometimes it darts in. Sometimes it darts out a little bit. He, uh, you know, the way he talks about it is really cool, like preserving his career as a pitcher. Like he's thinking kind of long-term and stuff. And, you know, it kind of gets ignored when you're a great athlete who's a guy came up through the hardest a <laughs> baseball's ever been thrown that you even have any baseball smarts to you. And he's kind of showing that. And, yeah, man, I mean, that's, you know, if I wanted to write a whiny 60-game baseball tweet or video, you know, no off days between series, Chapman not getting able, being able to test out that pitch. Yeah. He threw it how many times going in the playoffs? Wasn't it like a single hand? I think it was Something like five. I think he threw it once, and he threw it once in the playoffs. I'd have to check, but. I, I know he busted it out a couple times and it was like, okay, so he's got this freak thing. Maybe threw it twice in the regular season, then once in the postseason. It, it was. So, yeah, in, interested to see the development with that because that's the that could be his righty complete neutralizer. He threw it three times in the regular season and then that one time, which should have been strike three. <laughs> Think about that. To uh, Rosso in the postseason. Then he took him put, I'll put that in the whiny video too. Yeah. If you guys let us play a full season, Chapman would have had his new pitch ready for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got two voicemails about some guys we have not really discussed. 
Let's do it. They are brought to you by DraftKings. Oh. DraftKings supports everything we do. They're the best. Giraffe Kings? Giraffe Kings. Draft. draft. Like a draft beer. Like the king of drafts. Not the animal. Like drafting your fantasy team. Draft Kings. It's everyone's favorite tournament of the year. The golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. DraftKings, the America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you a shot to land in the green. Choose one golfer. If he finishes in the top 10, you bet a dollar on him, you win $100. Download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use promo code JAMBO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code JAMBO to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. They also still are doing Kuipers and John Boy specials if you yeah. want to check out that section of the site. Free money. Here we go. Anders here. First time. What's up, boys? Anders here, first-time caller, long-time listener since early 2017, before the Talking Yanks theme song. Uh, Great game against Baltimore yesterday. Um, Judge and Stanton hitting home runs. How many times does that happen? Uh, Quick question, other than Monty looking phenomenal. uh, Quick question, who goes down when Wilson comes back? Uh, I'm thinking he's probably Licky, but not sure. Anyways, thanks. Huge fan of the show. uh, And go Yanks. Great question, because I think a Great while question. ago we might have said King because he has options, but after his performance, yeah, I would be, I mean, maybe he stays. Uh, would Litke accept an assignment? That's the only question. You'd have to DFA him. Yeah, I don't think he would. Yeah. So I don't know. So then it might be King. Yeah, I mean, it's the part that sucks. I mean, it's it's either Nelson or King. And, you know, obviously Yankees Nation gets hyped up about Nick Nelson because what he can be is a high-leverage guy. Um, I don't know. It's definitely something to track. I don't think there's a right answer. I think if Justin Wilson is ready, do we know what day he's eligible to come off? I'd assume we're pretty close. I just know he'll be back fairly soon. Because wasn't it like retrodated to the 29th or something, which means he'd be able to come back April 9th? Math yeah. pod. Yeah. He might That's literally be eligible this time next week. So and I'm also super interested to see how they use Wilson because he didn't have a spring training. Right. So I think he might be a big lead. Like I don't think they're going to throw him the fire. Yeah, you definitely want to get him his first. You want to get him a clean inning, mm-hmm. probably up five or down five. How Chapman just got used. Yes. Uh, that's definitely how they use him. I am... Um, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting if when if when he's ready to come off, I think we'll find out on the field if they burn out Mike ne- Mike King for a day, if they do another sixty pitch day with Mike King. I unfortunately think for him that would be the we'll see in about ten days something, or so. Something good to watch the week. day before Wilson's eligible to come. Is that just Mike King? You're you're first out and you have the yeah. rest of the game day. Like burn him for a little. If that's the case, he'll go. He'll go to the alternate sign. King will right. be back at some point, and he he knows he unfortunately signed up for that. Um, yeah, because to lose Licky this early on doesn't seem to make a ton of sense. 
And, you know, we'll see when the first doubleheaders and stuff roll around and King will be in the mix for that. I could see, I mean, if King if King has another long relief 50-plus outing where he mows guys down, there's a world where it could be Nick Nelson. Oh, yeah, I think those are the two. Yeah. If we're thinking Litke won't accept it and they don't want to just DFA him, they've been talking about him so much. They've been trying to get him forever. Right. It seems been on like, the radar you know, you just since know, the 08 draft when gonna, Milwaukee took him in the 21st round. You're not going to lose uh, him. No. They took you, Litke? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's – and Nelson was good in his outing and King was amazing in his outing, so they'll both be back up. Yeah, I wouldn't – and yeah, Licky could be there too. I mean, I know it's losing an asset. Let's let's see him again. Let's see what it looks like. But yeah, you'd think they'd juggle one of the young I'd, guys. I would. Yeah, yeah. I'd assume they want to keep Licky around, and if Burton comes back and they need the forty man spot again because he's on the sixty right now, then Licky. you need the forty man spot. So Licky, lit liquor. Where's Davey doing? He's chilling. Chilling, Seen out. him and Tyro post a couple things. Oh, here we go. Next voicemail. Uh, what's going on? It's uh, Russell, long-time listener, first-time caller, as a lot of people are. Two of them. My question to John Boy and Jake is about Mike Talkman. I saw he was taking some reps at first base. Uh and I was wondering, uh, what are the odds you think he can make the transition over there, at least, you know, play there full time so that we have another option, uh, maybe in case Bruce is cold bat or something. But uh, anyway, yeah, go Yanks. I actually love it. I think, Jake, that I'm going to say this. I think where these next two games against the Orioles, you said, like, you know, um, mm. Bruce can obviously have two good games and we're fine. And, like, yeah, just it's Bruce's job until Voight comes back. If we run into another week of Bruce doing what he's doing and hitting 150 and Talkman has another week of just catching out there, it's not like Bruce's defense is close to average, Yeah, yet alone above average. What the hell is the harm if Talkman can hit a little bit and bring some speed and steal? What is the harm of testing him out? Maybe like a late-inning sub and a blowout just to give him some innings, like the last three innings, and see what he does? And then there's a chance that maybe Bruce – Hits to a level where we're like, you know what? Fuck it. What's the what's what could the harm be? So I don't know. I'm interested in that. I I mean I love it. I I saw the, the taster reel of Mike Talkman at first base, and that that doesn't get your juices going. I don't know what does, but there's there's something so <laughs> there's something so poetic and beautiful and also like awful about baseball that Mike Talkman who. If he ran out there for a buck forty games in the outfield, would probably rate as one of the top outfield defenders. <laughs> is over at first base before the game, shuffling his feet and catching the ball, looking at the coaches like, "I, th- I think I can do this if this is what you guys really want." But I'm really good at the other stuff. Hey man, if can that's I the way he gets that? in, what, what, what do you need to play a good first base? You need to have good footwork. Some footwork. Talkman. Football player. Football player. Dancer. Linebacker. Dancer. Footwork. Trying a new position. Talkman. Most thorough guy on the team. He's putting in the work. Thorough. If Bruce isn't hitting a week from now, give him another week. 
even longer than that too. Who cares? I'd be interested in at least like giving Talkman a start out there or some last like the last three innings. Like I said, let's I, give him a last three innings first. First, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he could play first How, to the same level as Bruce. I, I think you give him a last three innings, and this is why you don't want to go. You know, let's say it's next Baltimore series or whenever it is, and Mike Talkman gets a start at first base. And Monty's in, and he's got this good start to his season. And first thing, there's two ground balls by Talkman, and you're going, can't, uh, you, can't you, like you, one. You give Why him, do we do this to Monty? You give him a coal start. <laughs> Garrett might rip someone's head off. A lot of strikeouts. Also, you know what? Whenever they show Talkman like, working out at first, they why don't they just get a pitching gun and just aim the ball at the dirt? In the dirt. You and can then, catch the balls at you. Yeah, like we know you can catch the balls at you. So it's about footwork and then picks and scooping. Yeah. They never show that. Like, yeah. what's what is it? You got to put a thousand hours in or whatever. Like, just fifty picks. During- uh, do you think the other infielders would like Talkman in the infield? Talking too much, you think? Just like too locked in. I see him making like plays at first, like a diving play, and just pounding. Oh, the bat. yes. Oh, obviously. Pumping everyone up. I'm a little worried it'd be like, <laughs> all right, one down, ball to my right. Cole, you're covering. <laughs> DJ, back me up. Yeah, yeah. Ball to my left. Cole, you're still coming this yeah. way. If I can get to the bag, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> both. Cole and DJ, look at it. Oh, each no, other. we play here every day. Matt Blake, play first base. I'm Garrett. Just, That's I'm, Garrett. That was in my story. That was Garrett twisting the knife that he's the pitching coach. Oh, for sure. So, so I'm you know we'll we'll let Bruce have another full week and yeah, he's still getting he, on base. Maybe even more than couple that. porch jobbers I, tonight. It sounds like a fun three innings of Talkman at first. Just let him dance out there. For I'd a r- I'd rather I'd like see the late game. I think they'd rather and they already did this, but you put T Wade at second and put DJ at first. Yeah, yeah, but this is just to try it out. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if they're putting Talkman in at the end of the game, they'll take Judge out because he he can't play a full game anymore. Put Judge at first. Make people go insane. Skip off his shin. Mess with the fans a little bit. And I will say, when people are were like talking about the Talkman first base, he's like going to try it out during spring training and stuff. It's like, yeah, everybody kind of says that every year about yeah. everybody. It's like, yeah, I can. Give it a shot. And but the we, Yankees, like, let us look at a video during their broadcast yesterday. Oh, so. I like that. I like that, BBD. They're they trying, let us see it? They're trying to, yeah, they're trying to give us a little cheese to ease us in. The I'm Yankees okay have no that. say in what yes yeah. shows. What, um, they've got, like, a, they've got a kibosh at the, if they want. A- afterwards, yeah. but. Um, hey, if we're talking about outfielders that should be taking ground balls at first, should it not be Stanton? <laughs> <laughs> Not to go full circle on this. Dude but. can't swing 15 dimes <laughs> in a three-hour period and I not tr- need rest. I truly think making him play first base is, like, more dangerous to him. I Like, conceptually, I agree. That's going to involve a lot more, like, quick twitch, changing direction stuff than, yeah. than the outfield. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, get, you know where it's going to go off the Maybe bat. we see him DH five times in a row before we think about <laughs> putting him between the white lines. Can't play five games in a row. Excuse me? Why would you be able to? Yeah. It's nuts. Hey, that's the episode today. We thank you guys very much. We'll be back on Wednesday. Well, uh, on the 
Okay, here, this is so confusing. On the podcast app, if you just listen on the podcast app, we will be back with you Wednesday night for the post-series recap. If you watch us on the YouTube channel, we'll be back with you in three hours for the Talking Yanks pregame show for this game coming up. And then we will be live. Oh, then we'll be pregame show Wednesday, and then we'll be live for the game on this YouTube channel, taking a shot of whiskey for every strikeout that JMO gets, and then doing the post-game recap drunk afterwards. So hopefully he doesn't strike out too many people and it's not too sloppy. But yes, tune in Wednesday night, watch the JMO game with us. We will be taking shots of JMO for every strikeout. Hang. Anything else? I don't think so. Go Yankees. Yeah, tell them, Grams. Get a little sweet. Let's get oh, Yankees after the JMO game. Best ever. Feathers out. Tough to wiggle with the ball in my hand. Not doing a good job. Oh, there we go.